I once had a friend in the midst of conversation about leadership and pastoring and uh, the church simply say this. He said, you know, it's easier to start something new than it is to make something dead come alive. And I don't know if you resonate with that. I know I did because it's harder and more difficult to change patterns and minds and hearts than it is to simply start something new, to go somewhere else. And when we come to the idea of rebuilding and renewal, right, that is the point, is that it is impossible to change, to rebuild, to renew in our own strength. It is impossible to raise someone from the dead, but it is possible for God to raise someone from the dead. So if your church or your personal life or your organization feels dead, it feels as if everything is drudgery, it is possible for God to bring it back to life. And he calls us, as we talked about in our last episode, for us to take part in the rebuilding process, in the renewal process. That's what it means to be made in the image of God, is to do what God does. And that's build, that's renew, that's to make things beautiful. But the first step often to renewal and rebuilding, unfortunately, we can't rebuild unless things are broken. We don't often take things that are working really well and seem to be vibrant and lively and break them apart. You can imagine having a garden and it's finally starting to produce fruit and vegetables and you're excited and then all of a sudden you're like, well, actually, I'm just going to chop it all up and start over without actually taking any vegetables. And just for the sake of breaking it up, we dig things up. Oftentimes in the process of renewal, things get hard, things get dark, things get uh, difficult. And it's kind of a crisis that brings about the desire for renewal or to rebuild. So maybe that's where you're at right now. Maybe you're in the middle of that crisis where it seems like everybody is in panic mode, things are going sideways, and things are hard, and they're just simply not as they once were, and it's just really hard to remain optimistic. Know that it's in that moment, that crisis moment, when things seem really dark, when things seem like they will never get better, things seem dead. That God can make things alive. It's this gateway crisis that leads to this initial desire to rebuild. Know that that's okay. I understand that that is really difficult and that's really uh, hard to see beyond that. But it's in this moment that this crisis can create a holy discontentment, this desire to see things rebuild. This desire to, think, to see things get better. And often it's this crisis moment, this when things are hard and dark, that we can begin to say, God, what are you up to? And it's as if God can use this crisis moment to draw us closer to him. It's as if this purifying fire of hardship and tribulation and friends leaving and people in sin and hard uh hard things happening that God can use it to say I can do this I will do this but I but he's using this crisis to create that 
desire in us because if things are going well, again, it's oftentimes that we cannot desire God. I, I'm always reminded of the verse in Job where he says, don't take everything from me so I curse you, but yet don't give me everything I need so I forget you. Right? Sometimes in the local church, God can take things away, ministries and people and families that we love dearly. And we ought not curse God for it. But we ought not, we ought, I should say, we should guard our heart when things are going so well that we don't forget the, the presence and the power of God and we think that everything is running on our own ability. So it is this balance within ministry to say, I need God every moment to work in my own heart and the hearts of these people so that we can remain faithful. And that this is not my own doing, but this is God's doing in our midst. So if you're in that crisis and it's created this holy discontent, this hunger to see God move again, to rebuild, know that that's a good place because you're on your way to seeing renewal and revival. It won't be easy. It may not be a short while, but this hunger can lead to somewhere beautiful and good, to see God move. So I want to offer you encouragement. Remain steadfast in prayer. Start looking at yourself. Are there things in your life that you need to start rearranging? Are there sin patterns that that you could be working on to lead the way in rebuilding? Instead of relying on your pastor, your leader, to begin the charge, what would it look like for you to say, I'm going to devote myself privately to God in prayer and in holiness, meaning obedience to God, and I want to lead the way. I want to see God move. I want to see God move in my leaders and in my church. So this is the first step. The first step to rebuilding is recognizing that a crisis or hardship, or tribulation, or just a, an overall feeling of, man, it's just not what it could be. This ought to create in us a holy discontent, this hunger to see God move afresh, move again, not only in our own life, but in our church, in our organization, in my family. And that leads us to prayer, that leads us to action, that leads us to contending for the people around us. So let's end this episode by simply saying, if you're in a crisis, I'm sorry. I know it's not easy, but don't waste your crisis. Don't waste your hardship. Don't waste what's going on. Use it. Ask God to give you a hunger for renewal to say, I'm not just going to be washed along by all the negative talk and the gossip and the slander uh, and whatever negative sins are floating around. I want to be steadfast. I want to be hungry to see God move in our midst again. Help me to start the prayer. Help me to start the obedience. Help me to start the ministry. Now, I need to add this caveat because there are times in which you will have to leave. There are times in which the the body in which you are a part is no longer good for you. If you're under any type of abuse or manipulation or uh, kind of 
excess of power dynamics, and it may be good for you to leave. I understand that. But at the first sign of trouble, a Christian ought, first thought ought not be, I'm out of here. Because it is easier to start something new. It is easier to go to a new church. It is easier to anonymously move around from body to body. But the work of the Christian life is to remain rooted and connected to God's people. And it calls us to be in prayer, to be forgiving, to be forgiven. And, that, and that's going to be difficult. I understand that. But help, help your church. Pray for them. Pray for your pastors. Pray for your leaders. And if, it, if, it, if you have that hunger for renewal, to rebuild, start there. Start with that hunger. Dive deeper into what that feeling is of, I want God to do something in our midst. I want to see the Spirit of God move in my heart and our people's heart so that we would be zealous for good works, that we would find joy in knowing Christ, and we would serve our neighbors. Right? So don't waste your crisis. Allow that discontentment, allow that crisis moment to birth in us a hunger to seek God, because only He can make something dead come alive. Thank you for listening to the second episode of the Rebuilders Podcast. My name is Lucas Hillman, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram uh, at RethinkLucas. If you have questions or if you've found anything beneficial whatsoever, please uh, just shoot me a message or uh, just let me know. I, uh, because, again, it's helpful to know that anybody's listening and finds something encouraging. So uh, with that, go in peace, and we'll see you next time.